here we go. The Next Man Up Injury Podcast, where we're about to tell you all the injuries that should concern you going into week 10. And Eric, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm feeling really down about my redraft league, my round two and round three pick, Devonta Adams and Jalen Waddell. Dude, I think I got to sit them almost rest of the season unless they prove otherwise. Yeah, it's tough sledding out there, especially for Devontae Adams. Like, It's bad. I think yeah. I think they said he's he's wide receiver 61 over the last week or month. That's not great. Yeah, I uh I think it's I I've, I've been lamenting this choice and you know we've had lots of locker room chats and the coaching staff but I think I got to sit Devonta and Jalen over uh in favor of Dotson and uh Mike Evans. Maybe Tank Dell, honestly. Tank Dell's kind of come on lately. I was wrong about him. He truly he could be the best rookie wide receiver this season. Uh, I mean apart from Puka I was about to say Puka. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, Astros Puka. I mean, Tuka. Uh, I mean, Tuka. Tuka. Tank Dell. If he has a couple more weeks like last week, and Puka's still struggling with, uh, you know, Brett Ripien as his QB or Carson Wentz. Yeah. Now that that's happened. Yeah, he could he could earn the nickname Tuka. I could see that. Yeah, Tuka. Tuka. <laughs> yeah. How are you? What's up? Um, pretty good. You know, my fantasy teams did really well this past week. Nice. So it was exciting. It was a lot of green on sleeper, you know, except Ooh. for our dual league. Of course. That yeah. Was, <laughs> that was league, that's a mulligan, dude. Cause we were, I mean, you and I were just talking about it before the show, like Jonathan Taylor, Bijan, Devonta, Cooper cup. I mean, just rough sledding, but it's the kind of team that preseason you're looking at it like, Oh my God, like yeah, this is it. Good. And yeah. it was just like, oh, this so bad. <laughs> so, yeah, it is what it is. You know, we'll, we'll fight back. We'll we'll get there. We no big deal. We'll we'll have a players only only meeting. <laughs> we'll, Ooh, maybe we'll we should get uh, Antonio Pearson here. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's our problem. We're not bringing the practice squad guys up. I thought that was cool. That is a good idea. I mean, especially if you're, I mean. If you get thrown into the interim head coaching job, you got to find a way to differentiate yourself. Yeah. And I mean, theoretically, you're trying to then become the head coach. Like that's the ultimate goal is you do such a good job as the interim that they're like, hey, you know what? You should be our our full-time guy. Yeah. Did you did you hear some of the saga from those internal conversations with Antonio Pierce and uh, ex-head coach Mike McDaniels? No, I didn't. It was, I mean, it was all just drama, but it was something to the tune of like, they had a big huddle last Thursday prior to all the firings. And, um, you know, McDaniel called up Antonio Pierce to kind of get his back in like this team meeting. And a part of Pierce's like getting McDaniels' back was some sort of like verbal slander of the Patriots to which McDaniels took like huge exception to. And he was like, don't you ever bad dog the patriots <laughs> <laughs> and it was like Mike, man, like yeah like you're way off base you're like this is this is the las vegas Raiders, like, my guy. bro i'm trying to get your back here <laughs> yeah so um so yeah that team that team's in flux i think i mean we'll get to it but i think like unless it's josh jacobs you can't rely on anybody yeah and that's just a 
because they're gonna feed him. Yeah, but so. uh, but we have a scintillating game tomorrow. Yes, battle of possibly the first overall pick, but it either go always goes to the Bears. Either way, yeah, this is a combined record of three and fourteen that we're gonna showcase it's tomorrow. Exciting and. <laughs> I mean, Panthers, not a whole lot of injuries. DJ Chark, doubtful with this elbow injury, but he hasn't played the last few weeks. And yeah, then, he's kind of a non-factor anyway. Yeah, and then Chenault, also non-factor, is out with an ankle. Yeah, interestingly, we haven't seen Miles Sanders on the injury report lately, and I know a lot of folks on the, in the Twitterverse have been kind of giving him some slack for like a lingering groin injury and you know the things that popped up early on in the season, but... He might just not be that good. It's really looking like he's just not that good. Yeah, I mean, I, I watched him at Penn State. and He was he was the one that took over the reins for Saquon Barkley. And, and like, I don't think anyone ever has compared him to Saquon, but it's just, it's just such a stark contrast to watch my team, Penn State, play with Saquon Barkley and then play with Miles Sanders. Wasn't it like, and I'm trying to remember when he got drafted, and maybe you can remember it better, but when Miles Sanders got drafted, wasn't it like kind of a shock as how early he went? Yeah, totally. I mean, especially for me, because I didn't I was not a, a truther, but he's he's had some reasonable seasons, especially his rookie year was like pretty all right. Yeah, I mean he's had a decent career. He's just nothing special. Yeah, but follow the money, my guy. He's, and I'm not he's I'm not saying guy. Chuba's special, but I think that's the saddest thing, is if you're if the team is riding the hot hand. And the hot hand is Chuba. <laughs> You're probably not. Yeah. Not a good sign for you. Yeah. One thing I will say about this game is it, it really looks like the Carolina's defense has has found its way more recently. So, sure. um, so with like Justin Fields seemingly not going to play again. Yeah. I don't know doubtful. if we're gonna. Yeah, I'm I'm more concerned about the over for this this game. Yeah, I would not bet the over. That's for sure. I don't what, even know uh, what it is. I think it's like 39. Oh my gosh. There's been so many low over unders this year. Well, it's, it probably has something to do with like the third string quarterbacks just yeah. being front <laughs> of the. I think this is, um, I think I saw with the, I mean, we'll get to it, but with the Giants QB that's starting, that's like the 10th rookie QB that's starting this year or something like that. The drama. The NFL is really, they're really working on their script. Yeah, they were like, you know what, guys, we really need to, uh, we need to go back to the drawing board. Like, we need yeah. to set records for rookie QBs starting this year. But, sir, uh, no one's going to want to watch the games. Sir, there's only three rookie QBs really worth watching. I mean, maybe yeah. four if you count Will Levis. You know, I saw I saw a funny meme, maybe you saw it too, but it was something like uh, like all the dudes in the world prior to this Thursday night football game being like, you know what, babe, screw football, you know, like, <laughs> This Thursday, I'm gonna prioritize you because I love you. And it's like, like low key, like Carolina, Chicago. Like no one wants to watch that game. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that with my wife tomorrow. It's a dude. It's a. I'll it's be a like, win. you know, there's football on. I think we should just cuddle and watch. Um, we just started watching Loki, so maybe oh. we'll we'll watch that. I've, yeah, I've been liking the season. Yeah, we've only seen episode one. I liked it though. Yeah. You what? Know, um, oh, go ahead. Now that high school football is over, I actually have time to, you know, do that type of stuff. Yeah, welcome back to the real world. I know, it's crazy. Did uh, video did you... games. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, Spider-Man has it. Yeah. 
Uh, did you see that Khalil Herbert is back from IR? Yes, I, I did see that. So, I mean, I think he steps right back into the RB1 role. Yeah, which wasn't that valuable in the first place. It seems no, it turns out. but I mean, <laughs> Foreman had some good games with it. And I think you can do worse in the RB sphere. Yeah, I kind of feel like they were testing out like a one-two punch with Khalil Herbert being more of the uh, receiving back and Rashawn Johnson sprinkling in for some short yardage plays. But uh, I, I really feel like Rashawn Johnson is, is going to take a back seat. Yeah, I mean, people were super high on him coming out, for which seems Just... weird for a fourth-round <laughs> pick that yeah that that honestly we might have said this on another show but that reminded me so much of like michael carter getting notoriety because he played alongside javanta yeah you know i mean it was pretty much the same thing and we did talk about it so we won't get too into it but like literally right after they drafted him they're like you know he's gonna be a great special teams guy for us like (laughs) like they were telling (laughs) us exactly what rb1 rb1 and if people were like yeah, RB one right that's, there. That's my guy. That's a my guy right there. That's my guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, let's move on from the awful Thursday night game to one of the awful Sunday games. Uh, Colts and Patriots. Colts. Um, really, the main injury, Josh Downs, with this weird knee injury. He was a non-participant today. It knocked him out of the game, but he was also dealing with it all last week. So yeah. I pitched him. Last week, once I saw that he was dealing with it all week, didn't get any like full participants in, I benched him because I was so worried about exactly what happened, him taking a hit and being knocked out of the game. Yeah, so, it's, it's so ambiguous. And whenever there, yeah, I think he was DNP to start and then he went limited. And yeah, I, I think the reports even were like, we're like, we're optimistic, but he's going to test it yeah. right before the game. <laughs> like that's, that's bad news. So you made a good call. Yeah, so I'm probably doing the same this week, even if he's gets some limited practices in. Yeah, I don't even think he's he's sounding close, but it, it would no. make so much sense to me with their bye week after this week that they would just shut him down. He'll get two weeks of rest, and he'll – I mean, I think he'll thrive really against Tampa Bay and Tennessee in yeah. his first two games back, but I think it makes so much sense to me that they would just wait. I mean, he's a, he's a great player, but – you just, yeah, he's a solid pick after the bye. Yeah, I agree. And then on the Patriots side, um, not like they're super fantasy friendly right now, but kind of a bright spot. Demario Douglas kind of dealing with this little ankle thing, but he was limited today. Not overly concerned, but possibly the return of Devontae Parker, who from his concussion, who was limited today. So it looks uh, like he's tracking yeah. to be back. Yeah, which doesn't spook me too much if I'm a if I'm a Douglas guy because Devonta Parker, like he's been on the field plenty and he has not made the list of people. Yeah, like people worth talking about. I think like if anything, kind of like the Patriots. Up, yeah, like the whole, the whole literally the whole Patriots. Team. But but I think last last week they were so desperate they pulled up so many dudes off the practice squad. Um, I think they just they like him out there. He's he's the veteran. Um, but it's. It's the Ramondre Stevenson, Hunter Henry, you know, show pretty much with some Demario Douglas in there. Yeah, but no real upside from anyone. No, I mean you're you need the big play. Yeah, you know? I mean Ramondre had the big play last week, but he's he's the person I would bet on most. I mean, yeah, no, I'm still was, playing Ramondre yeah. in all the leagues. 
but all of Williams. Yeah. Unless I just am stacked at running back in some dynasty league, but one thing I will say with the Colts is when Josh Downs, I saw a little tidbit on the Twitterverse with Josh Downs not on the field, Michael Pittman gets I think even like a thirty percent target share. Well, that makes sense because who else do you throw it to? Uh, Jonathan Taylor, a little bit, but well, yeah, yeah, like that's that's massive for Pittman owners. So, um, I mean, like Alec Pierce steps in after that, like probably should not do that. Yeah, <laughs> not playing him. No. So moving on, possibly. I mean, kind of looks like the most exciting game on the slate: Texans versus Bengals. C.J. Stroud coming off that almost 500-yard game, game-winning drive. Yeah, and the Bengals' defense is not getting the notoriety that they deserve because they've played really well. It's true. I I actually, and this has been my thoughts all week, I'm trying to get the Bengals' defense into my DFS lineups, actually. I love that. Because I feel like most people aren't going to want to play them off of Texans last week, but the Bengals have been, I mean, they stopped the Bills. Yeah, they, I mean, look, they held the Bills to 18, the 49ers to 17, and I mean, the Seahawks were 13, but they looked really good. Yeah, I'm trying to get them in. Just so far, it's actually, it's been difficult, not just because of their price point and then when you plug them in the other players that you end up they're favored by seven like that's that's a big line for the texans yeah did you see the texans um injury report from today though i'm scrolling through it and it takes up the whole browser scrolling exactly (laughs) you have to scroll through it like almost i feel like that's a bill belichick mind game there's no way yeah it's gotta be like it was just like, you know what? Anybody that is dealing with any little thing, let's speak just, up. Speak let's up. write it down. Oh, oh, <laughs> okay. Yep. So, but uh, Nico Collins limited with a calf injury, not overly concerned. Damian Pierce not participating with this ankle injury. And Robert Woods not participating with this foot injury. So, yeah. I mean, I mean, Woods, he's kind of an after, afterthought with Tank Dell and Nico stepping up. Pierce, too. I mean, frankly, like... They've just been throwing the ball. Yeah. And <laughs> and I don't I don't think they care, honestly. I, I don't think that they're very adamant about establishing the, the run game. So no. Pierce is... He's a total dud I for mean, the season, it seems like. It, this is just now coming to me. But it kind of makes sense anyway. Don't... Because don't you want your rookie QB reading as much defenses as you can and getting... Enough. You know, I think that's I think that's like the most like logical like father to son perspective. Like I want him to learn, but but I think what usually happens is the rookies are Struggle. asked to lean on the run. Yeah, you know, throw the check down passes if they must, right? And like they they just establish a run to make the pass game easier, but they they just don't care. I, I don't think that they they love like, Damon Pierce. Let's just throw it 50 times a game and we'll be fine. Yeah, so Nico fire him up cautiously though. I'm not expecting a wide receiver one game out of him, but uh the calf isn't spooking me very much. Yeah. And uh the rest of those skill position players uh, you're probably not starting them anyway. Yeah, that's true. 
Um, but Bengals, Jamar Chase with this back injury. Did you see it? No, honestly, I don't know what the heck is happening with that, but I, I don't think, think it's he's just playing. a spasm. Like it's like because he went up for a ball and just landed flat on his back. Oh yeah. And so I think yeah. it's just a spasm. Like I really I'm not overly concerned. You think he plays? I think so, but I want to see the limited practices at least later. Yeah, it's getting late. And I did hear his uh report, you know, him talking about it, Jamar Chase talking about his back, and he sounded down. And maybe that was just the heat of the moment and the pain that he was in and and feeling how limited he was, but he didn't right. sound chipper. True. But I mean I I would be willing to bet he plays right now, but I do want to see the limited practices before really making that that judgment. And this actually kind of scares me. T. Higgins was limited with his hamstring injury. <laughs> yeah. But that's just flashbacks to him he, dealing with the yeah. hamstring in the past and then was just a total decoy out there. Yeah. I mean, it's sometimes it's the total reverse and like he's limited and then he plays and it's kind of an average game. Sometimes it's the decoy game. Sometimes he does, you know, he just misses one game and that's as, it's as simple as that. But this is nothing new for T. Like True. both T and Chase are shaky plays right now. And that's that's why I'm so stiff, like shocked that like the Bengals are seven point favorites. Like these these to me are massive injuries to, to the Bengals offense. Yeah. So massive Joe Mixon game incoming? Uh you know I think I'd rather just bet on the Texans. Oh. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> and then I put this on here, Charlie Jones coming back from IR. It was kind of a rookie pick that was a sneaky pick for some people. Mm. But main reason I put it on there is because if Jamar Jamar doesn't play and T. Higgins is limited, then maybe Charlie Jones is a sneaky DFS play. Yeah, or, I mean, probably Tyler Boyd, more likely. Well, Tyler Boyd will be the one everyone gravitates to. Um, For sure. I just you know, mean they, like, yeah, I mean, no I don't want to be thinking saying. Charlie Jones. Yeah, or I mean, any of the Bengals tight ends because clearly, like with Jamar Chase having a bang up yeah, game, Irv Smith finally did something. Yeah, sneaky, sneaky anytime touchdown is that guy out of I think it's Stanford or Princeton, uh, Andre Yasolvas. Is that? Oh, yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that, that guy. He He's like a consistent either goose egg or one catch, nine yards, touchdown. Classic. Classic that, Gabe Davis. Uh, no, not even close. <laughs> I wish I could rag on Gabe like that. But. <laughs> oh, all right, let's move on. Saints, Vikings. Saints, really, the only one is Kendra Miller with an ankle injury, not participating. But he's not really getting that much of a run with Alvin Kamara and Jamal Williams there. But yeah. Constantly on the injury report in his rookie year. Yeah, that's not good. Um, not good. No, not, not what you want to see, Bob. But I I mean, do you think that Alvin Kamara's last week output was a result of just the game and the scheme? Because he didn't do that good. Or do you think it was more so like Jamal Williams, just his snap percentage gradually increasing? Probably just more the game. I mean, really it was he didn't catch 20 balls. Like... He didn't catch 20 balls and didn't get in the end zone. 
Yeah, I just I really would have expected against the Bears that Kamara would have had more of a smash game. But like for the last what four weeks, here are Kamara's like snap percentages: eighty percent, seventy-three percent, fifty-eight percent, forty-nine percent. So kind of trending downward in snap percentage, like severely. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I they've started. I mean, is it a coincidence that Taysom Hill has oh gone up during that time? <laughs> like, definitely, totally forgot that he was still in the league. I know he's been smashing. Um, yeah, no, I think you're right. I think they they're reverting to uh, to literally last season where they were just the Taysom Hill, Alvin Kamara rotation, and that's all they had. Yeah, I mean that's what they're doing. They're lining him up at Wildcat. They're throwing him balls. They're like, yeah. freaking Taysom Hill. Yeah, Kendra. I don't know, man. I mean, he like even looking at his rest of season. Like, if you're in redraft, he like he's not a buy for me because he ends the season. The Giants week 15, sure, but then the Rams and Tampa Bay week 17. Like nobody's running on Tampa Bay. So Kendra, like he's not even a stash for me. Um, and honestly, Alvin, like that's pretty sketch for him. At, at, you know, at the end of the season. True, true. And then on the on the other side of it, on the Vikings, Josh Dobbs is the smartest guy in the NFL, right? He, I think his nickname from NASA is the Pastronaut. I like it. Yeah, it's, it's pretty. Like sick. he's a little rock. He's a literal rocket scientist. Did you see him like practicing the snap cadence on the sideline? Yeah, like he minutes got no he reps in the like. Did you the the coach was literally telling him, like, we're giving the play call and then say, "Yeah, these are the actual routes they're running." Like, <laughs> like he was translating. Like, like Addison's yeah, running a dig route over on the right. Like that's so crazy. Mid game, and then like other players were doing it in the huddle, and he'd be like, "All right, let's go." He, do you think he gets a starting job somewhere next year? He has to. I mean, with right? the state of the Q, well, part of the problem is a lot of mock drafts have a lot of QBs. Mm. That doesn't mean that's going to happen, but we could have an influx of. Yeah, that's a fair point. That's sad, though, for Dobbs because he, like, everywhere but, that he's gone, he's won. I feel like he has. Yeah. Like, somewhere. I could see him getting, like, a Geno contract. Yeah. Where he's just like a he's just, just like a stopgap, like a two year, you know. Which that's fine. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Yeah, I, I think, think I think it yeah. means to me truly. I think it means that the Vikings are not tanking. They're all of a sudden like their defense has figured it out, and I think that they're gonna take their time with Justin Jefferson. I don't think he starts this week. Yeah, but he's Justin limited. He was. Back. They designated him to return. He was limited today, but I'm with you. I don't think he starts this week i bet he's limited all week and then sits on sunday yeah and they like there's all like we talk about this all the time there's always a chance of re-aggravation with hamstrings yeah but like we've saw this a few times this season with a bunch of different dudes including cooper cup who went on ir with his hamstring and that guy's 30 like that that increases your chances of re-aggravation significantly and cup's doing just fine by way of the hamstring so JJ, like when he's back, I think he's a plug and play. I agree. Oh well, yeah, for sure. And then they also have Osborne, KJ Osborne, not participating today with a concussion. 
So yeah. it, it might just be the Addison show. Yeah, the Hawk and and yeah, no, I Hawk. could see it truly being Hawk and uh and Addison because we saw that a bunch with the Cardinals where Dobbs was beefing up the targets to the tight ends. Yeah. And he kind of sprinkled in some to Amario DiMercato. Some, you know, James, you know, Alexander Madison probably gets some of that. But Marquise Brown put up reasonable numbers, you know, yeah. with Josh Jobs under center. So I think this offense is very usable again. And then I forgot to put this in the show notes, but RIP Cam Akers. Oh, yeah. He's probably drop, droppable across all platforms. Yeah. I mean, if someone wants to send you a fourth for him in Dynasty, I would take it. I'd take a fifth. I, yeah, I mean, literally anything. I would take I would take <laughs> fab. <Yes>. Yeah. <laughs> you want to trade me some fab? Okay. <laughs> like. Okay. Would, realistically, what's the minimum fab? A dollar? Five dollars? Twenty. I, well, what's the total like in this scenario? What, like, is it just Let's bay, say a hundred? A hundred out of a hundred fab, we all start with. I would think ten. Yeah, I was I was leaning on five because I was like, you know, anything less than ten, it's almost like, what's the point? Yeah, I'm with you there. I would think if someone wanted to, but even still, like if someone sent me ten fab, I'm not sure what I would spend that ten fab. <laughs> I think I would on. laugh and just take it. Like, yeah, like okay, you can have him if you yeah. believe in him. Heck, I might just send him to you. If you believe in him that much, here you go. Like, just just to have an extra roster spot. Yeah. <laughs> Which, it sucks. I mean, I know I was, I was always low on Cam Akers. Oh, it super sucks now. But, like, it really sucks that, like, two Achilles tears in your career, like, yeah. it's probably over. Like, Yeah, it probably is. I mean, we like, we rarely see one Achilles tear, someone with an Achilles tear come back from that. And two, like that's, I think even mentally, that's just too much. He did have a heck of, did you see the block he made on Dobbs' yeah, touchdown run? Yeah, he totally sacrificed his life. Yeah, that was amazing. Like, honestly, one of the best blocks I've ever seen. Yeah, he's got heart. And that makes it more sad. Good job, Cam, Cam Akers. But sorry about your, your Achilles not wanting to stay attached. <laughs> so moving on. Browns, Ravens, not a whole lot in this game. David Njoku not participating with a knee injury. I don't know. He caught a touchdown, didn't he? But you're not probably playing Njoku if no. you can help it. And that's it's so crazy because he was getting Waller-esque hype out of camp. But and I think a big part of it truly is yeah, that just classic like, fifth year breakout. <laughs> well, I mean, I think a lot of it is just like Deshaun Watson not being there literally i don't think it's any surprise that d watts back and then joku catches his touchdown but he's he's barely been startable like you you don't want to do it um so i think that just pushes the needle more towards amari cooper i agree and then on the raven side classic odell sitting with the knee injury he caught up a touchdown on his birthday he did he did his his first touchdown of the year how long has it been honestly like since like he's actually got a touchdown, because I don't since know. His last he? touchdown. Uh, well, Probably he didn't play last year, right? I think. So. And so week seventeen against Baltimore <laughs> was his was his previous touchdown. Week seventeen of. Uh, Is that why they signed him? Yeah. They were like, "Oh my God, Odell still got it." We saw the tape. We saw the tape, us. man. <laughs> No, um, week nine for us, he'll do it. This, dude, this is another offense that's just like increasingly 
just like last year, like makeshift hodgepodge at running back, Mark Andrews and everybody else, you know? Yeah, and everyone was, and they tricked us week one. They tried to get us, yeah. Yeah, but they were who we thought they were. <laughs> yeah, I honestly, dude, and we'll get to half of this statement here, but I'm starting Kyler Murray over Lamar Jackson in three weeks. I just counted this morning. I don't hate it. I, I mean, Elijah. I mean, well, well, one, they, I mean, just their offense, like Gus Edwards getting three touchdowns a game and all that. Oh, it's but also the Browns are a terrible matchup. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be really, really, really hard to to pass against them. Um, and Lamar Jackson, like his ceiling, obviously is like fifty. But I think he scored ten. I, I was getting so frustrated at him this morning setting my lineups. I think he scored ten ish points, like give or take one point. Uh, let's see, one, two, three, four. Four of the nine weeks that have already happened. So almost half. He scored around ten points. Like that's a low floor. Now he plays the Browns. Terrible. I mean, I'd rather yeah. play Kyler. Hard pass. Or Dobbs, honestly. Dobbs? I just <laughs> I got it. So I'm in a single QB dynasty league. And we have the the fab is a we get a thousand fab. So whatever. Okay. The ratio stays the same, but a thousand. I had eight hundred and sixty something fab left. Well, I'm sitting at seven and one, eight and one now in that league. So I really want to keep winning so I get that first round by, you know, up my chances of. Well, my two QBs are Pat Mahomes and Tua, who are both on bye this week. Mm. And so I was like, well, crap, I need a QB. Like, probably not going to win. Only starting QB, and I don't know how he was on waivers, but Josh Dobbs was on waivers. Oh, nice. And I blew my entire fab <laughs> on <laughs> Just to, just to have him at least this one week because I was like, I, I need a win still. Honestly, that's not bad, though, because Dobbs, his, his rushing floor, I think his rushing this season is second only to Lamar Jackson. Yeah, He's QB 10 on the season. Like, that's that's a QB 1 that you just picked off of waivers. It's crazy. Yeah, so it was funny. And I, I unfortunately, it doesn't show. It's not a sleeper league, so it doesn't show, like, the next highest bid. Oh, uh, okay. But I was I was very curious what the next highest bid would be. It was probably like <laughs> fifty or something. No, like no, I think I think Dobbs has has really been uh hotty potty. But yeah. All right, moving on. 49ers, Debo, full participant. Debo's back. I think that it's helps you. their offense. Even if it's not necessarily like I mean, starting Debo's scary because you never really know where the ball is going, but I think it helps their offense as a whole. Yeah, they could really use it. And truly, like, we saw this a bunch the last couple seasons. And it was where, like, like you couldn't really ever get a, a reasonable fantasy output from Kittle, Debo, Ayuk when they were all on the field. But if one were to miss, then the other two just blew up. And we, right. like, we like, Kittle kind of, but we just haven't been seeing that this year. So, well, I like, think Christian McCaffrey kind of eats into that as well yeah i think it's just like the target shares yeah the yardage like it's just not there 
So I think um, I think Debo gets his fair share, and everybody else stays pretty much the same. Agreed. And then on the other side of it, Jags, uh, Zay Jones limited with this knee injury. You're probably not playing Zay Jones. No. Unless you're just in no. the deepest of leagues. No, and, and I, I'm probably not afraid to play anybody from the Jags against the 49ers. I mean, they, they just got Chase Young, but their defense has not been hot. Yeah, it's not. It hasn't been stellar, that's for sure. Did you see that they, um, they're dragging their defensive coordinator? I think it's uh, Wilkes. They're dragging him out of the booth and onto the sideline. Oh, so they're doing the... Um, the Matt Canada? The Matt Canada, but for... For defense, it worked out well for my Canada. Not bad. If George Pickens could just get his feet down, yeah, I mean he's. I but he was practicing his his Instagram posts. Yeah, I mean I don't know. Yeah, we'll talk about that when we get to the Steelers. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> like, yeah, we'll save it because like Jesus. But moving on, Titans, Bucks. No real news out of the Bucks. Titans. Traylon Burks is in concussion protocol, not participating. Dude, rip, rip. I think this sucks because I'm really high on Burks, but he's getting. I think he's a bust, and yeah, I think it's mostly injury related, but that's yeah. part of the game. So, no, I totally agree. I mean, but Burks was the guy that, like, I think everybody was super concerned, right? That he was getting all of his college targets behind the line of scrimmage at Arkansas, and you know his route tree wasn't that developed and. The thing was, like, he has the physical gifts to do it. He just has to learn to do it and get the reps. But he's, yeah. I mean, like, how many injuries, how many games has he actually played? This is his, what, third season? No, this is his second. He was a rookie last year. Still, I mean, that's. But he missed a lot. I mean, he, lives, he missed behind. a lot of training camp because yeah. all of a sudden he had asthma. <laughs> and then missed a lot of games his rookie year due to injury. And then it's been the same thing this year, just missing. Missing games. Yeah. I, honestly, though, Dynasty is probably a solid buy low because he has the traits. If he's healthy and gets the reps and figures it out, like he could have one of those seasons, but he's, you know, he's, I don't think he's, yeah, the you can probably are get there. him, you can probably get him real cheap now. How cheap? Like, do you think if you sent like a third to someone, they would, I mean, um, I wouldn't. But, no, I think the managers are probably holding out because, like, the ceiling is – I mean, they drafted him, what, like, early round one, mid-round one? Yeah. That was in the preseason. Well, it was year. the 16th overall pick because that was the one they traded for A.J. Brown. Oh, I'm talking dynasty. Like, that was the oh. Breezy Hall year, and Breezy went one. Oh, yeah, I he mean, was probably, like, fourth, fourth through yeah. six, somewhere in there. No, I, yeah, I think a lot of people had him as their wide receiver one. And, and even if you didn't, like, you, you were – thinking about it probably so i think they're i think the managers will want to sell at a reasonable price you know the buyers a couple threes or something like that yeah but tough yeah. and then Tannehill limited with this ankle but it doesn't matter because will levis is the starter going forward yeah i think that's a smash spot for d hop i mean he's gonna get all the looks at receiver and the bucks you can pass against the bucks you can't run against them but yeah um d hop's gonna get all the yeah. looks. d hop is in my uh DraftKings lineup for this week for sure love that love that i'm actually stacking that game it's kind of okay. my 
what I'm going with. I haven't looked at like over unders yet, but just my initial lineup is I wanted to stack that game. Yeah. So Packers Steelers, Aaron Jones limited with his hamstring injury. I mean that feels like load management to me. Yeah. I agree. he probably plays, but and like literally any game he could go out again because he's he's at that point of reaggravation. Yeah, and they're at that point of if he does go out again, does he get rested for the rest of the year? Uh, I don't know about that. He, I don't know. What's his contract situation? Do you know that? Yeah, I actually just pulled it up, so I was curious. Oh, perfect. <laughs> no, he's 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 signed through twenty twenty four. Um, dead cap if they cut him after this year is twelve point three million. So it's it's kind of reasonable. So probably probably with them for another another year at least. Yeah, I think, and I think he's out there for legacy. You know, I think. Yeah, he's, I mean that's true. You know, I, I think he'll play. I mean, I think he plays too. But you're right. Like, at any point, it could theoretically give out again. Yeah, the ceiling is there, though. Truly, like if 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 he was on any of my rosters and he was listed as healthy, I would play him. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And then Steelers, I mean, no injury news, but we were talking about George Pickens and him being all huffy that Deontay Johnson got the touchdown and not him. But guess what, Pickens? If you didn't, you got one foot down five yards inside the out-of-bounds line and then somehow still stepped out-of-bounds with your other foot. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's because he's just such a beast, right? Like, he's just... He's a physical gargantuan. He's a daddy long legs out there. So each step is like. Yeah, but you're an NFL receiver. How do you not? I'm just messing around. That's totally something that he needs to be able to do. (laughs) That's a very basic task. That's like the one thing. Yeah. Now, the one thing I'll say with with the Steelers is Minka Fitzpatrick still not participating because of his uh, hamstring. And, I mean, we talked about this last week. Like, I thought that would be a much bigger game for D hop and it was not largely because the Steelers were such a beast at uh blitzing Will Levis but like Kyle Phillips for the Titans had some good yardage I think he he broke over 60 yeah. yards on some deep passes so the Steelers I think look a little vulnerable still uh from the deep ball but um it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be tough for the Packers to keep uh Jordan Love on his feet yeah for sure Moving on, Lions Chargers. The only real news was uh, David Montgomery is back. Oh, you know what, though? Secret news alongside this dovetailed the DeMont news is that this is the first week that the Lions offensive line is listed as completely healthy. Oh. They, they, they've been hodgepodging it. I think they had like six or seven injuries on this offensive line. And even like Panay Sewell got moved over to right tackle. Like they've been figuring it out until this week. Gotcha. So I think, I mean, I think that's smash with these running backs going forward. Yeah, no, I'm playing, I'm playing either of them. I'm playing David Montgomery. I'm playing Jameer Gibbs. I don't, I don't care. They're both fine for me. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. So moving on, do we have to talk about the Falcons? Honestly, I really don't want to. <laughs> I don't either. I'm just going to – Drake London looks like he's on track to play with a groin injury. Let's leave it at that. I don't want to – Yeah, I, I'll just add some context because we must. Taylor Heineke 
has looked so inaccurate. This is not an upgrade from Desmond Ritter at all so far. So this offense is gross. Not about it. I bet they're start. I bet they're starting to wish they took Will Levis at eighth overall instead of Bijan, or gave Lamar Jackson a contract offer. <laughs> like, like they had so many opportunities to do anything. Freaking. Stupid. Okay, that's enough about the Falcons. Right, yeah, I don't done. like them. All right, moving on. Cardinals. Kyler is back. That's huge. That's huge. And yeah, James Connor looks to probably be back. Uh, that's he's at least spooky. designated to return. Yeah, that's a little more spooky. So, I think I wouldn't be surprised if the Cardinals, you know, actually knock off a few wins here to end the season. Um, I agree. The I severely hope that they win against uh against the Falcons. That would be hilarious. Oh, for sure. Like, and you were already mentioning you're playing Kyler over Lamar in a bunch of leagues. I am. Yeah, three of my leagues. Absolutely. Um, yeah. they are one and eight though. So they are one and eight. <laughs> They're not a good team. No, but, but I, think I think Kyler gives them a little juice. And it's not like Atlanta's a scary defense right now. No. Um, I mean, Will Levis lit them up. No, and I think the the real thing here is is this is a massive boost for Marquise Brown because he's been pretty reasonable yes. with Josh Dobbs, and now you get Kyler Murray, so it's an yep. infinite boost. Also, I'm back on the Trey McBride train this week. Uh, yeah, it can be about it. Yeah, I, I think everybody gets a bump. So. Michael Wilson, shoulder limited. He sat last week, probably plays this week. I'm not exactly sure what the injury was. Yeah, we're in that phase of the season where it's so ambiguous. Everybody's playing the game. Yeah, I hate it. Like, unless you know exactly which play or what happened, like, to look at, you don't know what the injury is. Yeah, probably, probably not that relevant anyway. Yeah, not really. So... Giants, Cowboys, RIP Daniel Jones, ACL injury, and probably Giants springboarding to the top of the draft now and taking a QB. Yeah, I mean, it It sure seems like it. <laughs> I mean, before this point, everybody was saying they should take Marvin Harrison Jr., which I still might agree with, but, like, yeah. God, they need, <laughs> they need somebody else out there. Yeah, a um, little bit of... Uh... Future insight. I am actually, I am torn between Marvin. I mean, obviously Caleb Williams and Drake May are going to be, I guess, at the top of superflex drafts. But I see scenarios that I'm taking Marvin Harrison Jr. You are known to be a contrarian. I am in dynasty drafts. You took Jameer Gibbs 1.02 in I did. our draft, and yeah. people were mad about it. That one guy was mad. That was that, <laughs> was, that was hilarious. You're How dare you take him? <laughs> he, he uh, that was funny. Man, I would like was, to relive that, that moment. Times. Um, I was looking scared there for a little bit. But, you yeah, know, it's, like, yeah. it's looking yeah, all right now. Like I'm, I'm happy with it now. So yeah, I think I think you made it. Um, yeah, I mean, because here's the deal. I I looked back and QBs want like QBs are hard to evaluate anyway. Like, you don't really know with them. And you look back two years ago, the Trey Lance, Mac Jones, that draft. And everyone was taking Trey Lance. And it went Trevor Lawrence. Some people were taking Trey Lance 102. 
and just <sighs> fell off a cliff. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think we just there's a couple positions we just don't know what the hell we're doing. <laughs> and like quarterback is one of them. Yeah, I mean like don't get me wrong. Still like to take QBs early in Superflex drafts, but I can get behind when there's a prospect like Marvin Harrison Jr. taking him above the other two. For sure. And the sad thing with DJ Daniel Jones is he he's like he's like one of the bros that you really he really relies on his running game, like severely relies yeah. on it. Um, he's not been a great passer. He's not. He's. I think he, it, I'm looking at it now. His entire four year career. This is his fifth year. He uh, has passed for over eleven touchdowns twice. Uh, That's not good. No, no. I mean, like you either need a massive rushing floor, or you want your quarterbacks scoring almost forty touchdowns in the season. Um, So that's bad news bears. I got a buddy actually who's been. uh, He's a big Giants fan, and he's telling me that Daniel Jones's contract looked really massive, but it's really a two-year deal because they gave him an out after next year. So, and this is this is one of those late season, like Kyler Murray asked. It's right on, right on, right tracking, right with when Kyler Murray tore his ACL. Right. So next year is kind of a wash for Daniel Jones, anyway. <laughs> yeah. No, but um, what do you? So as a Cowboys, as a resident Cowboys fan, what yes, do you think yes, about yes. Martavis Bryant? I don't. I really don't even know why we did it. Like I'm not. I, I mean, one, it doesn't move the needle for me in any way, shape, or form. But I'm just like, why? Why? Like, what was the point of this? Would you pick up Martavis Bryant in a dynasty league? Yes, but I wouldn't spend any fab on him, and it would only be if I already had an open roster spot or, like, I moved someone to IR. Like, just because, that kind of thing? Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it just really seems like you guys are desperate for a wide receiver, too. Like, Cooks, I didn't think it was possible, but he looks cooked. Yeah, he looks gone. Uh, Tolbert ain't it. Ferguson's look good. Gallup. Gallup ain't it. Nope. Yeah, this is this Pollard is ain't it. No, this is literally last year all over again. It's it's CD Lamb and nobody else. <laughs> like it's the same old story from from last season. Actually, I just saw this. They um someone posted like Zeke's stats through nine weeks last year and Pollard's stats through nine weeks this year, and it Don't was like it. almost exactly the same. That's uh, bad. <laughs> so bad. I just, I and I was out on Pollard before the year. I had bad feelings. I didn't like it. Bad vibes. Yeah. I had bad, bad, bad vibes. And coming vibes off that, in, and coming off that injury from him, like I just, I didn't like it. See, I don't know if it was it because it was a broken fibula, right? So yeah. what? I don't know. I just, I, I'm, I know I'm that not... you guys have some injuries on the line. I like to chalk it up to that, but. It, I mean, it's just – it really seems like anytime we get, like, a, a, a role player, you know, like this is what you excel at, this is where we want you to be, and they expand that role. Like, Every time. It does not work well. Every time. It just – I mean, the only one that off the top of my head I can think of is Austin Eckler. Sure. It happens. So, But I can't think of a single <laughs> other – I'm sure there are more. I think Darren Sproles, he probably had a couple seasons. 
really. Yeah, he was RB. okay. He was never like RB one material though. No, no. Like Eckler, so. But like, there's people that were saying Pollard was going to be the RB one this year. Honestly, I was so in on him at, for a top five season with his efficiency. I was like, all this dude needs is volume. And now, he's now I think <laughs> now I think he needs a bruiser back uh, to be his one uh, A, so he can, he can go back to the one B. Well, that was the thing. that was another reason. Like people never really realized this, but the amount of stack boxes that Zeke would get versus Pollard would get right was drastic. Like right, that's gonna beef up your metric. So if you're Pollard, I don't know. Anyway, I Cowboys. Do, oh what? yeah. Sorry. Well, I'll say like I do think that Pollard. This is the week that he scores a touchdown. <laughs> like Hope it's so. been it's been since week one when he if scored he a touchdown. If he doesn't do it this week, then. It, it's just going to be too easy, I think, just to run and just slow the game down if you're the Cowboys. I think Pollard... Yeah. So see, I, feel like, I feel like everyone thinks that, which is why I'm fading. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll play him in, like, my actual leagues, but, like, on DFS, I'm not touching him. That's fair. That's fair. But I put Turpin down with this shoulder injury. It looked like an AC sprain. To me, and the main reason I put him down is because this could affect, like, if you have the Cowboys defense special teams, it could affect that because he is always possible to break one. Sure. No, I love that. That is a that's an insider look. If I saw that, I would I would just brush it off. So not I mean, Cowboys defense is still probably going to feast this week, but it really could. They they might not feast as much as you think, because this is what I think is going to happen. Hand the ball off to three times to Saquon. Up, oh, we're punting. Hand the ball off three times to Saquon. Up, oh, we're punting. So there might not actually not a lot be of as, opportunity for errors. Right. Is what you're saying? Right. Like it's not going to be those big plays that yeah. sack fumbles for touchdowns and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it yeah, could I happen, but. I hear you. Like Saquon's getting like thirty carries a game QB, so I can't believe they keep trotting out Devito. Like I just feel bad. You think they would have signed Wentz? Well, I mean they're committing to the tank, and you got to respect That's that. True. That's true. <laughs> you know, trust the process. Anyway, moving on to your Commanders. Yes, sir. What is da- Jahan Dotson's personal issue that he is not participating today? It doesn't matter. He's gonna feast. Cool. This is yeah. He's gonna do well. Um. I think I think this is like what we dream of really is playing against the Seahawks uh when we're down you know and and we just need to score and this is a very vulnerable defense yeah uh to the wide receiver position so I think as long as Curtis Samuel is limited then um Jahan Dotson is is going to maintain that 1B role to McLaurin and just keeps it going. Okay. I like it. And then on the Seahawks side, Jackson Smith Njigba, hip injury, not participating. We'll see how it goes. He's been quietly coming alive lately. Very hasn't, quietly. He's hasn't been... had any, like, he hasn't had any, like, super blow up games, but, you know, his, his underlying metrics seem to imply that he's going to wake up soon. Yes. That, yeah. You know, six catches for 60 yards is kind of what he's been getting lately. Seven, he was second in targets last game against Baltimore. It's really good. 
like it. And then Kenneth Walker not participating with a chest injury now. I don't know what that is. That must just be like soreness. Most times got they a, play. Got a boo-boo. Boo-boo-ba-ba. Got a no, most... <laughs> but Charbonnet's been getting more. Uh, he's snap. a funny one because like you follow the metrics. You're like, oh, Charbonnet's getting the chances. You listen to Coach Pete Carroll and you're like, oh, my God. Like Pete Carroll's got a man crush on him. And then the game ends, and it's nine carries for Ken Walker and four carries for Charbonnet. And I know that was a blowout, like, really from the beginning. Yeah. And the, like, uh, Seahawks O-line was just trash the whole go. But it just, it's so hard to trust. And Pete Carroll has been one to just, you can't trust that guy. That's true. You can't. The old fart. He's a stinky fart. Man, real stinky. So, you know what? Speaking of stinky, let's close it out with what is Aaron Rodgers smoking that, one, it seems like he is recovering so fast, and two, he is telling other players after the game, yeah, I'm going to be back in a few weeks. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the Ayahuasca. Um, ah, I, I did think it's interesting that Kirk Cousins – by contrast, did the more traditional route for the Achilles repair, whereas yeah. uh, Rodgers did the expedited cutting-edge mm-hmm. route. Um, it makes me feel like like if given the choice between the two, like clearly if there was less risk for the expedited cutting-edge route, that everyone would choose that, right? Because then you just get to be healthy quicker. But that's I, I don't think there's a lot of data on it yet. I think that's yeah, I think that's the problem. That and that's what that's probably what Kirk looked at and he was like is he could have chosen to to do the Rogers route and just get better quicker, but something right. held him back, right? I'm also curious if because Rogers did his week one. Sure. And I wonder if that was part of the conversation was hey, this one is riskier. But you'll also have a chance to be back this year. Sure. Whereas yeah. if you do the traditional one, you're not going to return this year. Whereas Kirk happened so late that it was like, hey, either way, you're not back this year. Why don't you do the traditional route since you know you're missing the season? In? Oh, I mean, 100%. I guess what I'm looking at with these two is I'm just like, there's got to be significant risk with the Rogers route because the the allure to it is that you can that you're better faster like well, significantly that, faster right but i don't that's what i'm saying is i don't know if there is significant risk i think there's just not a whole lot of data to say there isn't significant risk if that makes sense and it yeah it's more of the mystery box right it's not which like, in itself is riskier right yeah i i hear what you're saying i hear what you're saying yeah. i think we're saying the same thing i think so um yeah. this is a classic Classic Pam Pan situation. The classic Matt and Eric saying the same thing but arguing with each other situation. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think I think truly I think they'll if they make the playoffs, which it seems like they might. Playoffs. I think they'll. Yeah. I think they'll. I think they'll. Uh, they'll be there. Yeah. No, Aaron Rodgers. What crazy? Yeah, he's out there for legacy. I like that. Yeah. You know, good for him. It's it's been exciting with him this year. Yeah, and I like goes it. Out, goes really, out there and I, throws like 50-yard bombs in pregame. Like, 
Yeah, I it freaks me out though thinking about him having to be to move out of the pocket. You know, I mean, he's not going to be playing jump defense when they, you know, if they make the playoffs. I don't know. I think they were playing. They did an Alex Smith. You think? Yeah, but yeah, I I heard there were good outcomes with that actually. Here's a reference. Maybe they got a hyperbolic time chamber that he is going in to recover. You Dragon Ball Z guy? Uh, yeah, yeah, actually. Big time, big time. Big time. It's very good, very good, very nice. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, well, that pretty much covers all of the injuries, I think. Uh, yeah, I guess not injury related, but what what's your vibe on um Leonard Fournette? My vibe on him is I really hope he starts getting some touchdowns because I had him in a lot of best balls. Oof. I I think it's coming. I think. Uh, I think they're going to Melvin Gordon him onto the field. But also, I don't know if I'm close enough in said best balls that I have Leonard Fournette to, for it to yeah. matter. I'll throw this in there, a little tidbit, is Javante Williams. To anyone that didn't watch the game two weeks ago against the Chiefs, you probably just looked at the stat line and were like, whatever. But he looked good. Like He looked yeah. really, really good. And I'm not saying like Jonathan Taylor, you know, breakout speed, good, but he looked good, like evading tackles, breaking tackles, slippery guy, you know, in a in a field just surrounded by opposing players. Like he he worked for his yards, and he he looked really solid. Yeah, I've been pleasantly surprised by him this year. Yeah, I mean, especially the way he started, and counter to all the hype that he was getting, and he yeah. was just such a dud, like. Truly, like we expected, but um, I think he has a solid back half of the season. I agree. I agree. Yep, that's all so, I got. Cool. Well, where can people find you then? I am the uh, fantasy uh, Nighthawk. You can call. You can find me on Twitter at ff underscore Nighthawk. And you can find me on Twitter at fantasy ferret, and keep it fantasy related. None of that politics garbage on that account yeah not that freaky yeah. fantasy stuff either no 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 that's uh none of that, none married, of that. man yeah so all right <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right. All right. We're, we're signing off <laughs> we're signing off now uh, okay bye